Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, you say the Lord's way is not fair. Hear now, house of Israel, is it my way that is unfair, or rather, are not your ways unfair? When someone virtuous turns away from virtue to commit iniquity and dies, it is because of the iniquity he committed that he must die. But if he turns from the wickedness he has committed and does what is right and just, he shall preserve his life. Since he has turned away from all the sins that he has committed, he shall surely live. He shall not die. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Remember that your compassion, O Lord, and your love are from old. The sins of my youth and my frailties remember not. In your kindness remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Remember your mercies, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice and teaches the humble his way. Remember your mercies, O Lord. A reading from St. Paul's letter to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any solace and love, any participation in the Spirit, any compassion and mercy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, with the same love, united in heart, thinking one thing, do nothing out of selfishness or out of vainglory. Rather, humbly regard others as more important than yourselves, each looking out not for his own interests, but also for those of others. Have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not deem equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found in human appearance, he humbled himself becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bend of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not, but afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When I first moved to Charlotte, 
I managed uh, an, uh, a commercial uh, insurance underwriting unit. The sales manager and I worked closely together to grow the book of business profitably, which as many of you know is always a challenge. You can grow quickly, but at the expense of profit, or you can be extra cautious to, extra cautious to protect profit, but shrink yourself out of existence. We were determined to achieve a balance. So in the spirit of teamwork, we established a lighthearted award for our sales and underwriting teams, the Turtle Award. It was based on the Aesop's fable titled The Tortoise and the Hare. A hare mocked a tortoise for his lack of speed, so the tortoise challenged the hare to a race. The hare knew he was much faster, and he got out to a big lead, but certain of victory, he decided to take a nap before finishing the race. By the time he woke up, the tortoise had passed him, and he couldn't catch up in time to win. So our award was for the sales underwriting team who made steady progress toward their annual quota rather than writing one or two big accounts. The moral, slow and steady, wins the race. Perhaps the human race's biggest problem is that we believe a lie. We are in competition with each other. That's the lie, that we are in competition with each other. So when we read today's parable, we, like those listening to Jesus, want to choose a winner and a loser between the two brothers. Both are asked to work in the vineyard by their father. The image of a vineyard is used on multiple occasions in the scriptures to represent the kingdom of God. And so we presume we can presume that the father is God himself. We, of course, are the sons. Since Jesus is speaking to the chief priests and the elders, he draws attention to the ultimate fidelity of the second son, who at first rejects his father's request, but later does as he asks. In contrast, the first son promises to do as he is told, but does not fulfill his father's wishes. Jesus implies that the Jewish leaders say the right things, but do not fulfill their promises. They appear faithful, but are not whereas the tax collectors and prostitutes who experience a conversion of heart, despite their publicly scandalous behavior, are more righteous. But the truth is that neither son fulfills the father's will perfectly. The second son, while later compliant, dishonors his father with his initial defiance. Both sons need to grow, just in different ways. If Jesus was speaking to the tax collectors and prostitutes, he may have told the story differently or used a different parable altogether. The goal of his ministry is that all people be saved even though everyone is unworthy. And Jesus is both the source of our justification and the model of redeemed lives. As St. Paul says in our second reading today, have in you the same attitude that is also in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and found human in appearance, he humbled himself becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. These few verses are believed to be borrowed from an early Christian hymn, widely memorized and repeated as a reminder to every disciple of the race that they were called to run. Jesus both said yes to his father and was faithful to his promise. Even though he is God, Jesus displays perfect humility, not lording his identity, but lowering himself to suffer in our place. He came not to point fingers, but to invite others to share in a gift that only he deserved. As the prophet Ezekiel proclaims, such humility leaves no room to challenge the wisdom of God or to dispute his compassion and mercy for all. Nothing is gained by comparing ourselves to others, especially when it leads to the false conclusion that others are less deserving of salvation than ourselves. Each of us runs the race in different lanes and at different speeds. A focus on a phantom opponent will contribute only to self-defeat. I read an article recently about uh, criticism of Pope Francis regarding his attempts to build relationships with the Russians 
and the Chinese. The author, author suggested that as just as Pope Paul, uh, just as Pope Pius XII has been labeled by some as Hitler's Pope, that Pope Francis uh, may derisively be called Putin's Pope. History has shown, however, that despite rhetoric to the contrary, Pius XII did much to help the Jewish people, spoke strongly against Nazi, Nazi ideology while attempting to protect Christians in Germany and work towards a just peace. Pope Francis, presumably, is attempting to walk that same fine line. The reality is that, just as it is unfair to criticize an American president for certain decisions when we know that he or she has significantly more often classified information at his or her disposal than we do, the Pope's perspective is widely different from our own. That doesn't mean presidents or popes can't make mistakes, of course, even very damaging ones. But to stand in condemnation, especially in hindsight, achieves little. But today's readings remind us that we often do that on a personal level, too. I'm not worthy of salvation. I desperately need God's grace. I'm on a journey of conversion that demands a personal focus on how I can be more like Jesus, rather than criticizing the faults of others. The Lord God created both tortoises and hares, and he loves them both. He is my God and your God, Biden's God and Putin's God. We are invited to perfection, but the first milepost is the humility of Jesus. In the end, finishing first or last won't count. The only thing that matters is crossing the finish line, maybe dragging a few tortoises behind you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day and say a prayer for me. Thank you.